I'm Tony Hines, and you're listening to the Chain Reaction Podcast about everything for supply chain advantage. So let's begin. In this special edition of Chain Reaction Podcast, I'm focusing attention on introducing supply chain strategies to those new to the discipline and to students entering their study into supply chain management. When we talk about supply chain strategies, we're really talking about how organizations must take strategic decisions in order to manage their supply chains to sustain competitiveness in the global economy. When I talk about supply chains in particular, I'm keen to emphasize the role that the customer plays in any supply chain. And I think it's very important, if not essential, for all people who work in supply chains to be focused on the customer. We must at all times focus upon what the customer requires and their supply chain imperatives. This way we can ensure that we're providing service to that customer through our supply chain. There's been much discussion about the terminology of supply chain in the academic literature. Should it be a chain or is it a network? A chain suggests there are interconnected links, which is appropriate. It may suggest a sequence of value-creating processes, which is accurate. However, a chain may also imply pure linear relationship, which is less appropriate, and therefore networks might better describe how supply chains are spatially related. There are also discussions in the literature related to whether or not a supply chain is a cost chain or a value chain. In a normative sense, supply chains should be value chains, but are sometimes, in a descriptive sense, cost chains. They only represent value when revenues exceed cost. Therefore, at a point when the customer pays for service, value is created and all activities up to this point incur cost. Mitigating against value are service product complexity in design, excessive engineering, over-specifying quality of inputs and outputs beyond the expected service level, wastage, inventory buffers, increasing warehouse space, lengthy production lead times, lost market opportunities, or contract penalties for being late or incomplete. Sourcing decisions, choice of markets to enter, distribution networks and modes of delivery all impact the supply chain. Lean practices have emerged to address many of these issues. Lean focuses on efficiency, but it's worth saying that lean organisations do usually combine such practices with responsiveness and agility to ensure customer focus. So the two are not binary choices. They can work together. These are all strategies where potentially cost may exceed revenue, making it a cost chain. Value can, of course, have social as well as economic meaning. But in this discussion, I'm referring to value in terms of profit and cost. Supply chain strategies and relations need to be conducted ethically and responsibly. The title supply chains is correct in the sense that managers, academics, students and the wider public have begun to understand conceptually the subject matter as supply chain. It makes sense, therefore, not to introduce new terminology if we have agreement on the nomenclature of supply chains. Ambiguities, as and when they arise, can help us think strategically and differently about what it is we are managing and help us avoid the taken-for-granted stance of a pre-given name or state of existence. So it pays to be aware of meaning in the language being used. Is it a supply chain or is it a demand chain? The answer to this question is easier to address because it is in fact both, which is acknowledged throughout all my discussions. Supply suggests service, 
product push and demand suggests market customer pull. However, supply chains only continue to exist if there is a demand for service. So, as far as this introduction is concerned, we're talking about supply chains. It's essentially a strategic and market-driven approach to the study of supply chains rather than operational production purchasing or supply-based views. Although I recognise that the origins of supply chains has come through interdisciplinary approaches from an eclectic set of underpinning disciplines with a major contribution from the purchasing and operations management literature. Whilst these contributions are important, their origins, focus and concerns were in many respects temporally located in an era of production orientation. They are concerns that do remain in many industries, in different geographical locations, but the ways in which we address them are different. If contemporary organisations are to lower total cost in the supply chain and increase value for the network, eliminate and avoid waste, prioritise sustainability and provide service for the customer, then they must focus on the customer and the market. Contemporary supply chains can be complex systems that must adapt to the changing environment in which they exist. The major concern of my discussions is to direct attention on how supply chains can be organised effectively and efficiently to satisfy the market and customer demand and to achieve what I always refer to as supply chain advantage. Organisations of the future will be and are customer focused. They're not product or technology focused, although that's not to say product and technology is not an important aspect of an organization's activity. It simply makes the point that the primary focus must be on the customer and it must be supported by a marketing information competence that links the voice of the customer to all the firms in the value delivery process. How we consider the relationship between the organization, its customers and supply chain partners is of paramount concern for strategists. While the focus is on the customer, organisations need to leverage technologies to support their customers, developing products that meet service expectations, and in doing so create value for the organisations, supply chain partners, and most importantly, the customer. The customer is the most important if value is to be given and received through the value chain, and through the value chain, the supply chain. Organisations need to design lean, efficient, agile, effective and synchronous, timely supply chains that meet customer service delivery expectations seamlessly. Strategies need to examine the total system, looking outwards, not inwards, to achieve synergies through cooperation, coopetition, and looking downstream beyond the customer to the customer's customer to seek opportunities and upstream to the supplier's suppliers. Globalization, outsourcing, offshoring, onshoring, nearshoring, and changing organisational environments may cause shocks to the ecosystem within which supply chains operate and organisations need to anticipate and react to such changes being adaptable in the strategies they enact. In the interconnected economy, integration and interdependence present opportunities that supply chain strategies can seize and sustain. All organisations have a supply chain, whether or not the organisation manufactures or supplies goods and services there is a supply chain. Tangible and intangible items are delivered through supply chains. So you can make a product and a product can move through a supply chain or you can have financial instruments, digital products in any shape or form. 
for example, music or video, they are examples of supply chain routes to market. This is a route that these goods and services take to their market. There are, as discussed, debates as to whether or not the terms supply chain, supply networks, demand chains and value chains describe the approach better. Nevertheless, we're talking supply chain and supply chain accounts for all of those in the context of our discussion. We focus on the customer. The customer is the driver of demand through markets and organisations that wish to supply and meet that demand have to organise a supply chain to do so. A point that is sometimes omitted from many academic or practitioner discussions and from books when they talk about supply chain management is the customer. They omit the customer and the customer is central to the economic system. We redress the imbalance in all of our discussions when we talk about supply chain advantage to focus on the customer and how value can be created through the supply chain for everybody involved but ultimately the customer is the primary driver. There isn't a single stratagem or a universal strategy, but rather multiple strategies of how we design, configure, align, execute, and relate to each other within a supply chain. As an economist might say, there are alternative means to a given end. Service organisations and business have different needs, and that's recognised in all of the discussion. Ultimately, the customer determines the future of all business activity within an economic system. Without customers, businesses do not exist. Without providing service, organisations do not exist. Supply chain strategies are necessary to satisfy customers, deliver service and create value. For students of supply chain, I want to offer a definition which I gave in my supply chain strategy book. The supply chain encompasses all activities associated with the flow and transformation of goods, products and services, from initial design stage, through the early raw material stage, and on to the end user. Additionally, associated information and cash flows form part of supply chain activities. Supply chains are service systems delivering value to consumers and customers, and contributing value to suppliers, producers, and distributors. Supply chain strategies are required to manage the integration of these activities through improved supply chain relationships to achieve a competitive or cooperative advantage. Integrating the supply chain requires an organisation to synchronise not only its own activities but also the activities of external organisations that either supply or receive outputs from the organisation. In grocery retail supply chains, they use the term from seed to store. In textile and apparel supply chains, the term from concept to consumer. In retailing, they talk about from design to carry a bag or from concept to carry a bag. And in heavy industry and manufacturing industries, they often refer to Mother Earth to Mother Earth. This is sometimes referred to as the end-to-end supply chain, illustrating the full cycle from extraction, conversion through to customer consumption and recycling. Competition and cooperation are uneasy partners within all economic systems. Political attitudes of regional, national and international communities determine how cooperation and competition is regulated. Laws enforce the regulatory frameworks and trade agreements made between organisations in different nation states. 
Different organisations in the same country, region or internationally enter contractual obligations centred on the supply and demand for goods and services. These contractual obligations bring with them responsibilities to uphold agreements without recourse to legal remedy and yet legal remedy must be available when one or other of the parties to it does not honour agreements. Laws govern economic behaviour and attitudes within nation-states and internationally. However, legal compliance should be a last resort and most business and organisational dealings on a day-to-day basis rely on agreement and cooperation between the parties within the relationship. Competition and cooperation are discussed in the context of different supply chain strategies, structures and relationships. Competitive forces are at work in private and public sector organisations and consequently differently configured. Supply chain strategies are required within the same organisation and across organisational boundaries. Different suppliers working together in a network are referred to as supply chain partners. There's no such thing as a universal supply chain strategy or an industry-wide supply chain. But there are rather different types of supply chain structures, strategies and relationships, all of which must aim to satisfy the ultimate customer. Perhaps the biggest influencing factors within recent years have been the velocity of change in market conditions, the rapid development of information and communication technologies and, of course, globalisation. So that's it for this special edition of Chain Reaction for students coming new to the subject, wanting to understand supply chain strategies, and of course for the more experienced of you listening, I hope this has given you some food for thought in the way that you conduct supply chain strategies in your business as to how you plan and design your own supply chain strategies in your own organisation. It's interesting when I began the journey into supply chain strategies, nobody was really talking about supply chain strategies as such. They were talking about supply chains as a technical issue. And my book was one of the first, if not the first, to discuss supply chain strategies and have it in its title. Look forward to speaking to you in the next Chain Reaction podcast. But for now, it's goodbye from me. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Chain Reaction, all about supply chain advantage, written and presented by Tony Hines. (laughs) 